Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Like my kids when they're going on a long trip. God, this sucks. 
This is so boring. When is this going to end? Are we there yet? This is horrible. Make it stop. We're almost there. And I don't want to buy into the preseason panic, okay? I'll say this. Wish the birds looked a little better. Wish they won some games. But our friends over at NBC Sports Philadelphia, they put up a graphic that shows you that preseason results don't indicate regular season success, not in the least bit. There's a lot to pull away from this preseason that's positive. You know, a lot of it has been, okay, all right, good, I see you, okay. A lot of it's been, ugh, double ugh, maybe even triple ugh, ugh, But there's a lot of positives to take away from this whole thing. Defensive line looks nasty. Michael Bennett is going to be a problem. Jordan Hicks looks like he's back healthy and ready to go and play at that potential Pro Bowl caliber. Ronald Darby is looking good. Sidney Jones is looking good. Maddox, you saw him with a pick last game. He's competing for time in the slot. All right? Dallas Goddard on offense, going to be a problem. You saw saw guys like Wendell Smallwood contribute. Uh, DeAndre Carter, right? DeAndre Carter, yeah. DeAndre Carter, playing well. There's a lot of positives to take away. But I am not going to blow sunshine and sprinkles and cupcakes up your butt because that would be messy. And so was the play of Nick Foles. All right? I realize that he doesn't have a lot of starters playing. There's no Alshon Jeffrey. There's no Nelson Aguilar. Vitae's a sieve at left tackle. I get all that. I realize that they're not, pl- they're not game planning for this game and playing the RPO style that fits Nick Foles' skill set. I get all that. But come on, dude. You can't be throwing into triple coverage on, uh, inside the red zone when it's zone. They are baiting you. Come on, Nick. You can't go deep without looking off the safety. You're going to get a pick. And you can't trip over your own giant dong for a safety in your own end zone. I get it. There are things to be concerned about. But concern is one thing. Panic is another. Eagles fans, we are one game away from putting this all in the rearview mirror. Do not panic. Looking forward to getting this out of the way. And Mr. Gail Saunders, Eagle Sessions on Twitter. How are you doing knowing that we, we only got one left? We only got one yeah, left. Yeah, buddy, man. We got, we got Nick, Nick Foles' days left before the big game. Yes, sir. I mean, that's pretty exciting. Uh, but the one thing, you know, looking at the preseason, talking about, you know, some of the mistakes that we've seen, uh, is that complacency? You know, like, are the players sniffing themselves? You know, Big V had mentioned, that you know, like, you know, he, he was smelling himself a little too much. Did, did Nick Foles' book tour interfere with, uh, I don't know, something? Was he, is he smelling himself? I mean, in, in uh, Doug Peterson's book, he talked about, uh, you, know, you know, how it's difficult uh, when back-to-back uh, you know, titles. And he said, the threat of complacency is what concerned me the most. Compla- complacency probably is the number one evil in our sport, especially for teams that have won a championship. Uh, but I feel like you know these guys have to come together uh, as a team. I think I think when you have guys like Malcolm Jenkins who you know it's talking about the the Super Bowl thing on the in the locker room and he says I hate it, you know I hate it. I want, yeah, I, I don't blame him. I want him to take it down because this is a new year and I feel like with guys like that in the locker room that can uh, you know it, usually the leaders your leaders when you have your leaders at top it trickles down and I think. But those guys can get it together. We'll be all right. But, uh, you know, 
preseason this coming up this coming up game for me is the Josh Adams ball. I know you're Yes, sir. I know you keep your clothes on. You're, you're, <laughs> you are you are a big fan of Josh Adams. Little man crush. Oh, uh, we were at we we're, at, we're at training camp and this dude is just he just couldn't get enough of Josh Adams. You, you know what it was? I saw him in a tunnel. It's the size, right? By. <laughs> Dude, size matters. Size, <laughs> size guy, absolutely he's, matters. He's so oh, big and he's, he's lean. Look at him. He looks like a tight end. Yeah, he, I, I mean, he looks like a defensive end. He's towering over everybody else. And he brings a unique skill set to the running back position right now that, frankly, we don't have. Yeah. Like, if you're going to go RB4 right now, and you're Howie Roseman, the general manager, aren't you thinking to yourself, okay, Smallwood, he knows the offense. He played well during that preseason game against Cleveland. But don't you take a look at Josh Adams and think, ooh, there is so much upside to this kind of kid that we can use. And not for nothing... But Josh Adams gives you the potential to fill, not full-time, but a LeGarrette Blunt role. Yeah. Because Smallwood is like... LeGarrette Blunt light. Well, Smallwood (laughs) is like low-rent Clement, okay? Because Corey Clement does a lot of things incredibly well, all right? He's, uh, He's great at catching the ball. He's great at taking it on the outside. Not, not so much between the tackles, but then again, Doug doesn't ask him to do that a lot between the tackles. Smallwood can do all those things just at a lesser degree. Yeah. So in Smallwood, you have Corey, Diet Corey Clement. You have low-rent Clement right there. I would look at Smallwood as a like bad relationship, and you've, you've already been through like a couple years. You know it's not going to work. And Josh Adams looks like the uh, relationship you want to jump into. And honestly, I don't think that guy makes it to the practice squad. Nah. They might try to push him there, but you got to clear waivers for him. He'll get plucked. There are teams out there right now desperate for running back depth. Look at our own division. The uh, uh, Washington Redskins just signed Adrian Peterson. Out of the retirement home. Out of the retirement home. Yeah. They're hurting for He was eating applesauce, and they called him. You mean to tell me (laughs) that, that if Josh Adams hits the waiver wire, being with the Eagles all camp... In a, in a position of need that they're paper thin at, they wouldn't, uh, bing, Josh Adams, now belongs to us. By the way, we got your playbook. Yeah, and I mean. Prior, it's what we did with Sudfeld to them last year. Yeah, I mean, prior to the draft, I mean, the things that people were worried about was the, you know, he got the, the surgery on the foot, and then, uh, you know, they knew that was going to happen. Um, that's why he went undrafted. But now he looks healthy, and we're going to see the Josh Adams Bowl. That's why I'm going. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's, it's Corey, Corey Clement, first of all, I've said this on this podcast before, and I absolutely 100% mean it. He's your running back of the future. I firmly, firmly believe that. I'll go even as far as to say this. Kind of reminds me of one Brian Westbrook, Ooh, number 36. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'll say it. Because Brian Westbrook was an undersized running back when he came into the league. Out of Villanova. All right. Born Took Deuce Staley's advice, learned how to do everything well, including pass blocking. Okay. And Corey Clement, not bad at the old pass blocking thing. No. I mean, he, he, again, he doesn't run it between the tackles. They don't ask him to do that much. But look back at the Redskins game last year, how he made that two-toe touch. Look at the Super Bowl. Look at the setup for that, for that uh, Zach Ertz touchdown in the Super Bowl where he's on the sideline making plays. I mean, this is how this guy gets it done. He's your running back of the future. Sproles ain't going to be there next year. Smallwood is, uh, can't stay on the field. Old soft tissue Smallwood, and then uh, and, and 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 so you got a lot of things to address during the off season as far as the running back position. Why wouldn't you want Josh Adams on this team? 
Yeah, I mean, he, it just gives you a different style out, out of the, the the one thing he doesn't bring to the table is special teams ability. And, you know, for that back end position, you, you think yeah. you got to have you know some kind of uh, uh, contributions to the special teams. You look at Corey Clement; he was on he was a, he was running on the kickoff team last year, making tackles. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we'll see. But, but I, other- I think he's talented enough that you're you're not going to let him linger on that practice. The, the other thing he has going for him, again, to bring it back to Corey, is the Clement factor. Look, an undrafted rookie free agent running back earned himself a roster spot. We didn't know if Corey was going to make the team last year. That was a big topic of conversation. Go back and listen to this very podcast when we're talking about how Corey Clement needs to be on this team. He earned it. I think Josh Adams, if he puts on a great performance in preseason game number four, I mean, here's a guy who's going to, how he's got to be like, well, shit, we hit on Corey Clement. Why not go with Josh Adams as well? Yeah, and Adams had a a, a quote about um, Corey Clement. I, I think he sees him as like that's that's kind of like my role model. I'm trying to be like Corey Clement. He said he was there just like everybody else trying to make the team, and he worked his butt off and made it happen. It goes to show that everyone's here the same. You have to work, you have to earn to get what you want. It sounds like a hungry kid, and I think he's ready for the Josh Adams Bowl on Thursday. If I'm if I'm Howie Roseman, I'm doing everything I can to get any sort of value whatsoever for Smallwood. Reaching out to one of those one of those teams that is shallow at running back that has zero depth and being like, hey, sixth <laughs> sixth rounder, you get you get small wit. He's healthy yeah. for once. He's healthy, and then that that problem kind of takes care of itself because Josh Adams, man, goal line. Imagine imagine uh, you know you got Corey Clement, you got Josh Adams, you got to deal with Zach Ertz and Dallas Godert Goddard got Dirt. <laughs> Put some respect on his name. Dirty, mate. dirty. You know, in the red zone. I mean, that's a that's a problem, man. We need to see something. And we, you haven't even mentioned Sproles. I mean, put some respect on his oh, name as well. I mean, come on. That's why. That's why this preseason panic, man. You can't panic. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about four string running backs. Like to open the show, JJ gets no <laughs> respect at all. I can't wait for the season to start. We're talking about <laughs> Wendell Smallwood as like the like the uh, first punch uh, item on I mean, the uh, on the docket here. I mean, Wendell Smallwood is like the old navy of like running backs. Explain. <laughs> oh, <right? laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we were going like you know, old navy. Old navy, maybe. Just, just cheap and yeah, not doesn't hold up very well. Yeah. I mean, what are you trying to say? You know, here? the it's collars teeth. fall apart. You know, I got. I would you. say halfway the gap through the season. Teeth, but, you know. yeah. Hollywood Hearn, Barbecue Evan. Uh, how <laughs> the are old you doing? navy are you, of running backs. Are, are you excited for the preseason to come to an end and get this thing rolling? I'm excited for the preseason to come to an end. I am not suffering from the uh, preseason panic that I honestly I don't see too many people on the timeline suffering from. I believe everybody is still pretty confident. I threw it out there uh, after the first loss of the preseason. Would people panic if we went? 0-4, just something to gnaw on and not, if, if they happen <laughs> to lose this Jets game. Um, but the way that I'm looking at it is Doug isn't really calling these games how he was calling these games in our playoff run and how we were playing last year. With Nick Foles, he was playing to Nick Foles' strengths, which were the RPOs, right. and you really didn't see many of that in, the, in these preseason games. And I, I don't expect Doug to be giving away his playbook before the season goes. I think Doug is aware of his roster. I think that he thinks... He's very confident in his guys, and um, I'm not worried at all going into the season. But i got some big news to announce here. Okay. I, Evan Bubblegum here, <laughs> <laughs> a.k.a. A.k.a. Hey, you, you, will be 
changing my Twitter handle. The time has come. Have we finally decided on a Twitter handle to change it I'm to? I'm going to throw it out to the people, and then when I get zero responses as to what I should change it to, I'm probably just going to have to beat down Justin for the Hollywood Hearn. I was going to say, be careful in throwing it to the people, because last time we threw it to the people, it gets stolen. Ju- yeah, Justin stole Hollywood Hearn. Yeah. 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 But Bubblegum Ear is on his way out. So, it's, uh, like, okay. it's like so, the so, Nick Jr. of... Uh, Handles right there. It, Handles. <laughs> it's like it's not far off. Want to step g- it up? Yeah, you, you got the old navy of Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> you got the old navy of Twitter. Sick handles, of looking bro. at it. So, so. generic. This sucks. <laughs> Cheap ass. Get a real Twitter handle. Go to the Gap. Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood. Her. All right, khaki boy. What? Uh, what? What do we? Uh, what? What are the options? You got to. Op- you're going to throw it out to the people, so we got to hear the options now. Oh no, 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 no. that's oh. not what I meant at all by that. Oh, it's not. I'm I'm looking for suggestions. Oh, suggestions. Oh, okay. This, 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 okay. This is um, I'm not getting the creative. This should go swimmingly. <laughs> That's what I'm. Are you kidding? Oh yeah, I, tweet I, I'm, your I'm, suggestions for Evan's new Twitter handle to at Fourth and John. This should be a riot. Calling Shirley. <laughs> That's calling Shirley. We need some Probably new Twitter. Probably not going to be. I know you. what I'm going to be doing the rest of the show now. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll review those, Mike, make sure uh, during the Twitter questions. We review some of those very tasteful, uh, very G-rated Twitter handles that are that we're – should we – now, I don't want to leave it to him. I think we should collectively – I came up with bubblegum here, so I wouldn't leave it to what him. We, yeah, so what I, what I, think, I think right here tonight, later on – I got one right now. We, oh, we should take the pool of Twitter handle suggestions – and decide. Throw it in a blender? No, 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 no. We, we're going to vote on them, and then you're stuck with whatever you're stuck with. Let's, let's do it. Man, that's a roll <laughs> of the dice. That's a roll of the I got dice. One, I got one right now. All right. Got we'll it. tweet it at the show. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's working social media uh, tonight. Uh, here's the bad news. Uh, Adam Scheffner reported earlier on that it is likely that Alshon Jeffrey will not be playing week one nor week two. Coming off of that rotator cuff surgery, hasn't healed up, uh, you know, to the point where he is cleared. He is on the jug machines taking, you know, catching passes and all of that. But uh, likely to see him week three. Gail, are you surprised? Did you see this coming? And if you saw it coming, what does the offense do from there? Uh, I mean, I'm not, not too surprised. I mean, a lot of the beats uh, seem to, you know, think that he wasn't going to play week one. I thought there was no way he was going to be put on the pup list. I think they thought he was going to come back either, you know, week one or week two. Um, I think, um, you know, at least we have Aguilar back. Uh, yes. I, I think they, the team might have to start thinking about maybe they bring six wide receivers um, to the table because you're looking at Matt Collins, who's still uh, dealing with the sports hernia surgery. Uh, so, you know, we're kind of thin there. So, you know, you got Mike Wallace, you got Nelson Aguilar, I think, uh, you know, who else we got? Uh, they they could they could look at Wheaton. Yeah, and and, and, a, and a lot of people at this point are picking Wheaton to make the team. Because I think he's got you know that uh, you know he's a veteran. Mm-hmm. He's got that special teams ability if they need it. Um, or Kamar Aiken, maybe you never know. It depends. Yeah. But then you, you you think about they have they have an extra they have an extra spot since uh, uh, Bradham's not playing either. This is true. So they have this an extra spot for the, this uh, upcoming game. But if you're if you're keeping that many wide receivers, that makes the running back position all the more like because mm. because normally it's going to be four running backs. 
and we go right back to the conversation of RB4. It's like pump. if you, if you, if you pump no. is out. <laughs> pump is out. Pump is out. If pump is out. He's in the rearview mirror. Forget that. Smallwoods at Old Navy. I got to go back to this reference. If Smallwood is the Old Navy of running backs, what is Josh Adams? Josh Adams, he's like the uh, uh, <laughs> maybe the H and M. Okay, the H and M of the uh, running backs. DJ <laughs> Marshalls. But the Alshon Jeffrey thing, I mean, that obviously stings. That hurts. And this is part of that whole Super Bowl hangover that people talk about. And and, and complacency is one thing that we touched on earlier in, during the introduction. But also, too, you're a month behind everybody else. You are a month behind every, everybody else's rehab. Timmy Jernigan, Alshon Jeffrey. I mean, these guys, it, we wouldn't be talking about this if they didn't make the playoffs or got bounced from the playoffs. Luckily, they did not. Right. But this is this is when you, when people start panicking about the Super Bowl hangover. This all plays into it, and we might have to wait a little bit longer for some of these guys to hit the field, including, including. Are you gonna say the c word? Uh, yeah, we've waited this long to say it, <laughs> Mr. Carson Wentz. Ooh, he said it. He wasn't Every ready. week I walk in here, and and I'm first of all, let me say this: I'm sick of talking about it. I think Doug's sick of talking about it. I think everybody, including the listeners that are that are tuning in right now, are sick of hearing about it. Every week, I kind of switch on and off between he's going to start week one, and we're not going to see this guy until week three. He's going to start week one, and we're not going to see this guy until week three. Uh, where are you at right now, Gail, on this? Uh, I think the Lord works in mysterious ways. And, uh, you know, 90 minutes before the game, he anoints his powers to that knee. Yeah. And we hear Carson Wentz. By the way, I started. <laughs> I love the way Doug answered that question. You know what I mean? In the press conference today. Like a professional. You, like well, you know what? It was it was yeah, I'm gonna know. You're not. With swag. Yes. With Super Bowl yeah. swag. You'll know ninety minutes before game time. That's when you'll know. Cause yeah, I, we talked about it before. He's gonna get hammered. Over and over and over and over again. I'm surprised he hasn't really leaked anything yet and said it by accident. Although Peter King had a little bit of an interesting take on it uh, when talking to Doug Peterson. But uh, I'm surprised he hasn't leaked anything yet. But you saw him get snippy, man, with Rube. Like, yeah, like, yeah how many times are you going to ask me this question? you got to ask it a different way. I'm surprised he even said ask it a different way. Because if you ask it a different way, still asking it. Just Today- kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Today he came out. Do we got the audio clip of what he said today? Yeah, I'm, when, I'm, I'm gonna get it on this rearranged board real quick. You know, the one thing that makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about Wentz actually yeah. playing is that you know, when they were grilling him a, a week ago, he he talked about. He's like, "You guys see me out there? Yeah. And there is no. He's like, I have no real hesitation at all. And I was like, it's an interesting choice of words. There's no hesitation, no hiccups. You know, all the beats have been saying. You know, that he looks good. Um, and they haven't dialed anything back. Pretty much it's the whole, you know, he hasn't been cleared for contact thing. But I don't know, man. I mean, it's nine months is the, the, the benchmark. Mm-hmm. You know, it's going to be around like eight months and three weeks. Is that going to be the biggest difference of a, a week in healing? That's what I'm saying. Like, like, I mean, like two weeks. How much further along do you expect this guy to be in two weeks? Like, let's say what Shefty put out comes to fruition. He's Shefty Damas, and and Carson Wentz doesn't come back until week three. 
like really we're talking about two weeks yeah, two weeks how much more is better is that knee going to be how much healthier is it going to be in a couple weeks than it is like right now well it's going to keep on healing for the next two years I, uh, the biggest concern is when you come off an ACL injury it's the other knee because yes. you're now you're compensating you, you think about uh, Hicks last year he talked about he had an injury where he was compensating he ends up hurting himself because of mm-hmm. compensating for the injury so you, you want to Make sure he's uh, good to go, and the doctors say he's good to go, then he's good to go. And we got what Doug said in the press conference today. Hit it. I was meeting with the doctors. <laughs> Funny no, guy. No, not, not, not that one. The kidding. one where he said, I know. I know. Oh, you don't, you yeah. don't have that one. I know. Not that that was the one you wanted. That's, that, that's the that's one my that. Fault. That's the one I. That's the one I put in the DMs and said, Hey, have this ready for me. <laughs> Uh, allow the Twitter uh, handle suggestors to uh, also to sound factor more, that one in. Yeah, 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 <laughs> to factor that that to, to, uh, to factor that flub uh, in there. But <laughs> yeah, Justin. So today, uh, when I was listening to the radio, Mike had on an orthopedic surgeon today on his show. Okay. Uh, he's a he's not affiliated with the Eagles, but he knows personally a lot of the doctors and trainers with the Eagles. And he said that he puts his money on Carson being ready week one, knowing what he knows about the injury, knowing the amount of ACL surgeries that he's done, and the rate of which Wentz is healing, is that Wentz is probably ready to go somewhere around the seven- to eight-month range, Mm -hmm. and that he should be fine. If he, The doctor said that if he was the one passing the vote, Wentz is out there under center against the Falcons. And that's the final checkpoint. I mean, we, we talked about checkpoints over and over and over again. He's hit them all. We're ahead of schedule. Last checkpoint is just the doctors giving the thumbs up, and I think that's what they're getting frustrated at. That's why you're seeing Carson say what he's saying. I think that's the reason why you're seeing Doug getting snippy at times because he's sick of answering these questions. But in that last one with the audio clip, it was, I know, I'll know who's starting week one. I'll know, and I'll announce it 90 minutes before kickoff. So stop asking. And he should, honestly, he should have done, said that a long time ago. Gail. Uh, and uh, Joe Banner, you know, who has, you know, relations with this organization, uh, he did an interview with the, the Athletic uh, in Chilcapadia, and uh, he talked about uh, Carson. He said, uh, we have injuries in both years with the Eagles on a broader basis, but as far as his recovery from the injury, I think there's a good chance that he plays game one. See, it, it, from Joe Banner. It's so flippy floppy. Like, I, like I hear Banna. that, and I go, week one. And then I hear Peter King, and I'm like, oh, yeah. no, week three. And then I hear somebody else, talk, Carson Wentz talk, and I'm like, week one. And then I hear Doug kind of pissy about it, and I go, oh, God, week three. Well, they're going to be having a full week of practice starting on Sunday to implement the game plan for the Falcons. He's not going to be able to hide who he's giving the first team reps to. Sure he can. I could. Sure he can. Split them. Uh, you're gonna are you gonna split them bet- like between the two of them when you're installing the game plan going into week one though? I don't see why not. Because you want to give your starter as close to 100 percent of the reps as you possibly can against the scout team and all that. I I think it would be a huge disadvantage to whoever he does plan to have the starter to not give them the full set of reps. I think he's gonna have to show mm-hmm. his hand. Before Justin, Justin brings up an interesting uh, point. Yeah, I mean, and then you know. 
We could have trucks in the bushes, maybe. in the bushes. That is definitely yeah, a trucks in the bushes moment. We need the scouting report from trucks. Uh, rumor has it he's still in the bushes. He's been in the bushes <laughs> this entire time. Security still has not caught him yet, uh, and he's out there somewhere hanging around the Novacare practice practice field. Look uh, at this dude. Listen, guys, uh, this is the time of year, the fourth preseason game, where we start going and looking at predictions. We're going to do this a little later on. I've listed for you in group chat uh, specific questions about the upcoming season. Predictions, if you will. And what we're going to do is we're going to take that to Facebook Live after the show and write down our predictions, seal it in an envelope, and then Justin's going to hide it somewhere, hopefully where he remembers where it is. And then we can we can well, talk. Uh, no. There, there was no... No envelope last year. It was just no. There was the envelope. There was, there was an envelope. No, no, no. There no, was no. We, we talked about the envelope, and the envelope never happened. No, there was. There was no, you put envelope. it in an envelope. We didn't have the budget for the envelope. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have the envelope. We're moving on up. Don't worry. We can afford us some envelopes. So we're moving forward. We're going to be all right on the envelope situation. But what I wanted to do is pass out the schedule here, because we're going to go ahead and we're going to start our season predictions. Uh, Mikey, if you can pass one to Justin, please. We're going to pass one to Lacey as well. And I just want you to pencil in. We're going to go between the three of us, uh, Gail, Evan, and I, and kind of go over the predictions. Trox, I'm going to ask you to hold on to one of those. And pencil in the L's and losses. Here, right now, live on mic. Can't take it back. Okay? Right here, right so, now. So, Gail, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. Week one, Falcons. Uh, that's a dub, man. Uh, I feel like that energy is going to be insane. I think the team is going to feed with the crowd on their back. Uh, you know, that energy is going to be contagious. Um, going to W. Going to W. Evan. Guys. Oh, <laughs> put them in the bathroom. <laughs> All right, Twitter people who are picking the handle, keep this in mind, okay? Because we are uh, picking this Twitter handle at the end of the show. Save with your chest. I uh, I feel like we might. It's a possibility we might get snuck in this first game. I think there is a possibility. I think people want to factor in the fact we're going to be dropping a banner, and the energy in the stadium is going to be undeniable. However, I think between splitting reps with the first team, with between uh, Alshon Jeffrey not being in, between the uncertainty of Wentz being in. With how Foles has played in the preseason, I don't know if I don't know. I don't want your money touching my money. (laughs) (laughs) And I do not want your money touching my money as well. I don't see any way, whether it's Wentz, Foles, or anybody playing quarterback, how the Eagles lose this game coming off. Atlanta starts here's hot. Uh, okay. Yeah, so but what? you're going to have an unprecedented energy in that stadium. There has never been no. a Super Bowl banner drop. Nobody in this no. room knows what to anticipate. Everybody in there. is expecting them to win. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to embrace the target. They're going to embrace the target. Justin, you got a dub as well. I'm going to include you on this. Justin, <laughs> yeah, you got a dub. I, I, I just I don't see them losing at home after everything with, with going on. It's just, it's going to take a monumental effort for the Falcons to come in here and win that game. And I just don't think they can do that. And you, you, you talked about, alluded to the preseason a little bit about how this team has looked. Doug I'm, Peterson has I, not schemed a damn I worth. It's, it's, it's been basic, super basic. You're going to finally have some pieces back. You're going to have all running backs back. You're going to have but some of the receivers back. We haven't been working as a cohesive first team yet. 
yeah. in the preseason. But they have they, they they haven't had all the pieces in place, nor Agreed. have they been game plan. And we might not have all the pieces in place for the Doug first week. I think Doug Peterson walks into Lincoln Financial Field, swings a big one, and proves all the people who were panicking during preseason wrong. I think he's got a S-eating grin on his face for a reason, and that's because he knows what's coming week one against the Atlanta Falcons. I think this team will feed off of a crowd that we have never seen in the f- type of frenzy that they're going to be at Lincoln Financial Field, and I don't see Howard walking out of there with anything, anything but a W. I mean, and on, on top of that, we're burning the Zero Super Bowl jersey. I don't think anything you know could ruin that. I'm not going to say that that moment isn't going to be glorious for us, but that's not going to affect what goes on on the field. Yeah. Put Absolutely, put this guy in the bathroom. Put him in the bathroom. All right, so uh, that's three dubs and Evans loser. Anyway, moving on. Uh, Tampa Bay away week two. Gail, uh, I think we take that one. Um, it's a road game, but Fitzpatrick is he? He's gonna take on this defense? No, Evan. <laughs> We're going to be eating a W on that one. We're going to be eating Are a you w. sure about that? I am. Are you Scott, sure? Are you positive? All right. Just because. Uh, Deshaun Jackson is on the team. Because, gonna... Just because they go down the first week doesn't mean I'm not confident for the rest of the season. I just. <laughs> I just... Put some bass in your voice, son. <laughs> <laughs> Justin. Uh, I can't. Same reason Gail said. I can't see the Buccaneers winning that game without Jameis Winston. No. I Even it. with Jameis Winston, they're not going to win. But without them, uh, that's as, that's as about as surefire as a W you have on the schedule. Gotcha. Gotcha. Week three, Frankie Reich comes back to town. Mr. Frank Reich, head coach of the Indianapolis Colts, complete with one Andrew Luck, visits Lincoln Financial Field to take on the champs. Gail. The champ is here, and they're picking up their third victory of the year. Dub for uh, three for Gail. Evan. That'll be another win. Justin. Win. Me as well. W. Tennessee Titans away. Tennessee Titans away. That's another W. It's another Gale's going with the dub. Four and O. Give me bro. a re- g- give me a reason why. I'm just not. I, I just don't feel them as a as a threat. You know. I, yeah. I, you T- know. Tennessee's the old Navy of the NFL. The old <laughs> Navy of the NFL. <laughs> do, you, do you think uh, Mario Mariota takes a uh, takes another step this year? I think you know among, he, among the elite quarterbacks in the league. It's a, it's a new team. He's a, it's a new system. Like he's playing again, isn't it? The new offensive coordinator over there. I just don't. I just don't feel uh, like they're going to take it to this team. I just don't. I just don't. Evan, I got a W. W. Justin. W. W. <coughs> <sighs> I have an L. Oh wow! I have an L wow. in, in, in Tennessee. There are three types of games in the NFL. There's the ones you should win, or there's the ones you uh, could win, and there's the ones you shouldn't win. I think we can eliminate that third one from any conversation going up and down the schedule as something as defending Super Bowl champions. You should have a shot in every single game. But every single year, it seems like there is one game where you go, how in the world did they lose to fill in the blank here? And I think if Mariota, right, if the Tennessee Titans offensive staff uh, staff can use Mariota like Mariota's supposed to be used, a la the way he, Chip Kelly used him in Oregon, that's a mobile quarterback. When's the last time we played a truly mobile quarterback? That that was Russell Wilson in Seattle, and we had trouble with it. Jim Schwartz has trouble when all of a sudden the target that his wide nine is supposed to get to moves around. 
not to mention a couple good backs, and just following the storylines of everything. Malcolm Butler's going to be in the game. Malcolm Butler wasn't in the game for the Super. I'm just following storylines here. a little Illuminati stuff going but, on. But, but, but I think we turn and look back at this game as maybe the how the F did the Eagles lose to this team when we reflect back at the end of the so season. So you're calling this like a Kenny Britt game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Remember Kenny Britt, like, bald, like, looked like Megatron that game? Yeah. Uh, th- th- this that is, still hurts me right there. This is going to be the only L I'm putting on the schedule where people look at me funny. And, and I hope it's not true. But there's going to be one of them this year. It's, okay. There's going to be one team that we... How the hell did we lose to this team? Could be Tennessee if the matchup isn't right. And Mariota plays his ass off on the road. What if they shut down the run game? Didn't they do that against Seattle? Ah. But Russell Wilson does it. But yeah, I, I, I'll admit Mariota, Mariota don't is run not, like not Russell, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Uh, moving on. <laughs> yes. Perfect setup to this one. The Minnesota Crybaby Vikings limp their way back to Lincoln Financial Field and play the Eagles. What say you, Mr. Gail Saunders? <laughs> uh, the Eagles are 5-0. and oh. oh, you got another dub for that one. I just, I just think they, they, they don't know how to win in this stadium. I think uh, they have p- new pieces in place. They got to get their team together and gel. Are they going to be fully gelled by week five? I don't know. But I, I, I do think this one is going to be uh, it's going to be closer than what people you know, it's not going to be a blowout like the last NFC championship. It's, it's going to be closer. closer. OK, because Kirk Cousins knows this uh, Eagles team. Sure. To a certain extent. And don't forget, but their their offensive coordinator used to be our quarterbacks coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they've got the playbook or at least a major contributor of the playbook to all that success they had last year. But Kirk Cousins doesn't do well with pressure, and we certainly s- does we, not. We saw that in Week One. Evan, it is not going to be a thirty-eight to seven roll, but it will be an Eagles victory. Wow. Okay. Okay, Justin. No, the Eagles are going to win this. The Vikings and their fan base created an inadvertent rival that they're not ready for. Oh my god! And they're not they they're not going to come here and win. They are going to feel okay. All red. Okay. <laughs> Okay. This guy, come on. Okay. I'm Pregnant cha- pause I'm here. <laughs> chalking it up as an L. Oh! oh I'm doing two in a row. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, oh. first, first. Whoa, whoa. For all We're those things. Right, okay, Evan, hold on, hold Evan, on. Evan, hit the bathroom drop. Me, hold on, Hit man. the bathroom drop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we, we had to uh, delete the drip bathroom drop. Right. For for reasons you'll find out next week. Um, so for all the reasons that we just stated between you and I, Gail, all right? The offensive coordinator knows this offense, knows the strengths and the weaknesses and how Doug... Because it was a collaborative collaborative effort in the offensive game plan. Doug even said that that alluded to a lot of times last year. So he knows the strengths and weaknesses of this. And let's say Wentz is playing. He knows exactly how to play Wentz. Not only that, Kirk Coupons, not the greatest quarterback, doesn't do well with pressure, still knows the Eagles. Overall, this is the Minnesota Vikings Super Bowl. No matter what happens with that team moving forward, playoffs or no playoffs, win the division or no win the division because Aaron Rodgers is back and maybe the Detroit Lions will start to ball out. Whatever happens, this will be their Super Bowl. They were embarrassed in the NFC Championship game and then went on to watch the team that absolutely spanked them win their first Super Bowl inside of their stadium. 
That is bulletin board material on top of bulletin board material on top of bulletin board material where you're looking like Charlie Day, looking like Pepe, looking for Pepe Silva. There is just going to be bulletin board material and revenge on the mind the entire game. I think the Eagles get an L in this one. The the the, the DiFilippo revenge game. It it is it is it means more to them than it does to us right now. Damn. Think how much more it means to them than it does to us. Think about if the Minnesota Vikings did to the Eagles what what the Eagles did to the Vikings. They came in the uh, or or we had to go out to Minnesota and play them go? and play them in the NFC Championship game, get embarrassed, and then they come to Philadelphia and win a Super Bowl. Oh, oh, I'm shuddering just thinking about it, man. <laughs> but they're not going to have any fans in the stadium because they're going to be all... Doesn't matter. Not going to show up. Shouldn't show up. It's going to be like crickets in there. Listen, you, you can separate the fan base from the team. Damn. The team's going to be pissed. Two L's by E right, in now. A row right now. So if you keep a track at home with Uncle E-Rock, three Four. and two. Three and two. Four. Moving on. Thursday night football. New York football giants. What say you, Gail Saunders? Uncle Gale is gonna go with uh, six and zero. Oh. Oh, Jesus, oh, man! Five and zero. Oh. Okay. No, six and zero. Oh. Six and zero. Oh. Yeah. Gale's got him going on the That's how we do. That's right. how we well, do. We certainly had the Giants' number over the last several they, seasons. They might, you know, there's two games in the season. Uh, they did play us the toughest out of all the teams in the NFL last year. Um, two games down to the wire, um, but I still think we're six and zero. Oh. Go ahead. <laughs> no, don't bring him into this conversation. Uh, we are going to go down away to the Giants okay. this week. Yes, we are. We are uh, Why? I believe that the Giants, uh, when we played them last year, like Gail said, they played us the hardest of the other NFC East Division opponents. I believe they're going to have a healthy squad this year. I think that they are ultimately, or should I save it for the standings in the end? NFC East. I think they're going to be second in the division. By, by oh, the, I completely by the agree with you. I completely agree yeah. with you. Yeah. Don't sleep on the Giants. No. All right? Know. They're That's getting a ton of talent back. Uh, they've made some additions to the offensive line, which, which was their Achilles heel. You can't take the performance of the New York Giants under Ben McAdoo mm -hmm. the same way that you're going to take it on, uh, as it is now. Yeah. Justin. Uh, I have them losing that game, too. You have them losing that game, too? I have them losing that game. It's a division game. It's a Thursday night game. Uh, don't sleep on the Giants. Uh, I, I, they're not going to go 16 and 0. And so it's going to be. I have them taking the L that game. It's going to be coming after that emotional Vikings game. That emotional Vikings game. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I'm going to chalk this one up as an L. Three in a row. Three Mr. in a row. We are 500. Row. We are now 500. We're going to have some great shows in October, aren't we? Oh, oh we, 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 we certainly are. So if you're keeping track with Uncle E-Rock, we, uh, we won the first three and we lost the, the next three. Oh, uh, no. What, what is the vibe oh, no. in Philadelphia? You said, three, you said three and three? Three and three. He's three and three. I'm three I, and three. I, Good Lord. Yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Four and two. I am four and two. It's going to be panic on the streets. Oh, the Super Bowl hangover is real. The Super Bowl curse is real. Maybe Doug Peterson isn't the guy. Phone lines are going to be lit up on 97.5 and 94 WIP. People on Twitter are going to be in a panic. It's going to be mayhem. Three and three. You're the Super Bowl champions and you're three and three. That's the way I see it playing out. That's the way I see it playing out. <laughs> Dale, anything? Nothing? No, I'm just, um, uh, this is called uh, 
internally judging you. <laughs> <laughs> Gail, Gail, Gail is giving me the Gail look, and I know this. I this doesn't do. I know this doesn't do anything for radio, but it'll do it on YouTube and maybe fit. This is the Gail look when he thinks you're talking something ridiculous. <laughs> That's the Gail look. Judging Zoom in on you. that. Judging me. Judging this is when Gail you. judges you. Okay, moving on, week seven, we have at one o'clock the Carolina Panthers coming home to Lincoln Financial Field, a team that they beat last year. What say you, Mr. We're Going Undefeated? Hey, and the Eagles are now seven and oh. Jesus. Oh my goodness. One, okay. two, three, four, five, six, seven wins. Uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. Count W. Okay. What uh, what say you? I am predicting this game to be a slaughter. We're gonna really? we're we're gonna win handily in this game. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I like it. I like it, Justin. No man in a romper is going to come to South <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I love it. Hey, Cam Newton is an incredible talent. Mm. The Carolina Panthers are always a dangerous team. Oh my god, don't do but, it to me. But Cam Newton says that he's Superman. His weakness is what? Kryptonite. What color is kryptonite? Green. Green. And that's exactly what the Philadelphia Eagles are. Right? They are Cam Newton's kryptonite. They have that team figured out. I think they, at home, turn it around, and I'm going to pencil in a W. Surprise, surprise, <laughs> We're over 500. Week 8, London. London. Oh, Gail, can I internally judge you right now? <laughs> Can I internally judge you? Uh, Give you the look. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in, inside. I'm thinking uh, about the matchups. That's going to be a tough defense to go up against. But do they have the offensive firepower? To uh... Eagles are eight. No. Oh, oh my, my God. God. What? What is? Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, Evan, yeah. Evan? This is a home Twi- game. Twitter handle to be named later, <laughs> Evan? <laughs> Twitter handle coming in hot. Um, this is a home game for one Mr. Jay Ajayi. I believe him with the, uh, with the fam out there, he's gonna, I think he's going to have a pretty good game. I think he's going to help the Eagles get a victory. Justin. So this game originally scared me, but like Gail said, they, they don't have the offense to run with the Eagles. It doesn't matter if they're in this country mm. or another country. They just lost mm. Marquise Lee, too, for the out year. Here, he's out for the year. Mm. I mean, you're go- you're looking at... Keelan Cole. Yeah. Uh, like, Keelan Cole, a bunch, sleeper. Uh, who, who, like, a bunch of nobodies is going to be catching the ball from a nobody quarterback. Damn. Gotcha. Gotcha. <coughs> well, <this guy. coughs> I'm going to chalk this up. I hate everything about this game. I hate the fact that we're playing the Jaguars. All right? Because what did the Eagles do well last year? The, they the controlled time of, possa- time of possession. All right? What are the Jaguars built for? Time of possession. So they got a defense that's going to get you off the field. They got Leonard Fournette who's going to ram it down your throat. You don't need Blake Bortles to look like Joe Montana out there. All right? You just need him to do just enough to get it done. That defense is nasty. All right? The fact that we're in London, this is the thing that we're not used to. The Eagles are not used to going overseas and playing this game. Jaguars is becoming a staple of their schedule. They already know the routine. They've been out there. They know what to expect, okay? So I am going to chalk this one up as an L. And if you are playing at home with Uncle E-Rock, we Lord. are now 4-4. Four four. <sighs> <Ooh. laughs> Wait. 
Wait for it. Wait for it. <laughs> There's more. Because we're gonna we're we're gonna keep moving along. We've got uh, week nine is the bye. Perfect time. At four and four, perfect time to have the bye. Oh. Get your crap together. You know, Dougie gives them a week off, but... Extra week to panic in Philadelphia. Extra week to panic in Philadelphia. You're a 500 ball club. But you have the Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. Division rival. Sunday night football. Gail Saunders. Uh, there's no, Should I even ask you anymore? I mean, there's no way our championship football team is going to go, you know, play a, uh, a team who takes low-angled selfies... <laughs> and lose to Dak Prescott. It's not a. It's ten and zero. The team is ten and zero. Wow, wow. I, I know a lot of this. What, what, the, the pundits are confused. Wait, wait, what's, what's the Twitter reaction as we're going through here? Is there any? You enough. are getting hammered with not the enough. Vikings. I'm getting uh, hammered you're on getting, it. You're okay. getting destroyed with that. That's all right. Nobody's shocked with Gale right now, though. No, no, of course not. No, he's playing to the people. He's playing to the people. Oh, this, is, this is straight from my heart. This is the just old navy kidding. of predictions. Yeah, they're just they're just gonna they're just gonna win every single one. This is the urban outfitters of predictions. <laughs> okay, so trendy, so trendy, so trendy. Evan, um, the eagle. I I think that the Dallas Cowboys have potential to be in the bottom five of the entire NFL this year. I, I like think it. that they are going to be liquid garbage. <laughs> we are going to uh, handle them pretty well in this game, yes. All right, Justin. Win. This is going to be a slaughter fest. Yeah. Coming off the bye? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, they, I'm, they, they're going to they're gonna put at least 40 on Dallas. Oh, I love it. I love it. And the fact that, you know, they're going to have some offensive line troubles. You know, we wish uh, – who, who's their center – Frederick or, or Frederick. Travis Frederick? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's such a shame what what he's going through, and that nobody wants to see that happen to him. But they're going to have offensive line, you know, problems as a result of that. He's a big part of that. He, could, he, he could be back. dodged a bullet with with uh, Zach Martin as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to chalk that up as a W. We're going down to uh, New Orleans. We're going to Bourbon Street, seeing Drew Brees <sighs> and them. How do you feel about Week Eleven, Gail? And then, chalk it up another W. And that is where I put my first L. On really? Oh, uh, he think, flips the script. I think uh, it's a higher-powered offense. I think we're playing, you know, we're playing Saints football down there. I think they went on a streak of ten victories. It doesn't matter. You know, you get the you, the the previous week you you, you play the low-angle selfie taker, and now <laughs> you're playing Drew Brees, one of the most accurate quarterbacks in the league. Also, my uh, fantasy quarterback, um, and he's got weapons. And they they both took, bulked up their defense a little bit. They got Marshall and Lattimore. I think they're t- a team that got booted out of the playoffs in the worst kind of way. I think they're going to play some destined football this year. They got a good offense. Okay. I like it. Evan? All right. Well, I was looking at uh, career stats last night, right? And when we have Drew, okay. when we have, uh, when we're going to Drew Brees' house, we are going to be playing the leader in all-time passing yards. Wow. By the time he gets there, Mr. Drew Brees is sitting at 70,445 yards, and he is roughly 1,500 yards behind Peyton Manning. To, oh, he's going to blow that out of the water. Yep. He's going he's gonna to throw – he's going to do his usual 4,500 to 5,000 yards. Sure. This season. So by the time he plays us, he will be the all-time leader in passing yards. But it's not going to be enough. We get a victory. I got it. Chalk it up as a uh, W. Justin? Uh, yeah, this is their their second W for me. We're looking now. The second W or second L? Or, I'm sorry, second L. They're not, they're not going to go down to New Orleans, I don't think. Not with Drew Brees. 
not with Sean Payton, the play caller. I, I If this game was at home, I'd feel way better about it. But going on the road to New Orleans, I don't, I don't think they're going to come away with this, with the win. And they have little Uzi Vert as their running back. <laughs> they do. Mm. Yeah. So Just we, kidding. <laughs> so here we go. The Eagles. Drum roll, please. Four and four. 500 bowl club. The, the Super Bowl champions before the bye. Kevin. And then they come in and they beat, you know what, they, they beat the Dallas Cowboys, a division rival. But like you said, Evan, probably it might just be a bottom five team in the NFL. Yep. And everybody's wondering, are the Eagles pretenders? Because besides the Falcons, really, who have they beat? They can't beat the Vikings. They can't beat the New York Giants. How the hell did they lose to the Tennessee Titans? The Jaguars, they beat them. But all of a sudden, the Eagles start to flip this script. And they go down to New Orleans and remember what little Uzi Burt said about them. And that was if we saw them in the playoffs, we'd smack the crap out of them and take that and take a W out of New Orleans. Wow. Chalking it up as a W. Wow. You can't handle the truth. Uh, then week 12, we have the New York Giants at home, Gail Saunders. Um, I mean, just the numbers, the numbers, you know, like if you look back at a lot of the games, uh, you know, we've been whooping that, um, tail, you know, uh, you, you catch an L, you catch an L the week before, uh, they take a little slide and they split with the Giants here. Um, so. Pencil in an L. You know, cause, cause I'm just going, I'm just going with the numbers. Mm-hmm. And, and lo- the Lord is speaking to me right now. Um, just going against them. They've, they've been taking the Giants down. So, so you got an L in week 11 and week 12. Just want to yep. make that perfectly clear. Yep. You, got a, you got a L's coming in week 11 and week mm-hmm. 12. Okay. All right. Evan? I also have the Eagles splitting with the Giants, but I already had them losing earlier in the season, so this would be a victory for them. This would be a dub, Justin. Same thing as Evan. I have them splitting with the Giants, but they're going to lose in New York, but they'll win here. Win here. I got it as a dub. Got it as a dub. Oh, all of a sudden, boys and girls, if you keep in track with Uncle E-Rock at home, went 4-4 four and four into the bye. Then all of a sudden, after the bye, rattled off three in a row. <gasps> What's happening? What's Look at this happening? dude. <laughs> Week 13, Redskins. Gail. Oh, that's a dub. That's a dub. That is a dub. I think we can. Uh, victory. 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 Consensus Victory. Four in a row after the bye. Three division, four division games in four weeks there after Ooh. the, after the, uh, that's how you lock it up. That's how you or lock it up. Weeks. I'm sorry. I'm, pu- I'm, I'm putting W's on there. Rocky start to begin with, hit the bye, then all of a sudden go on a winning streak. We got Dallas again. All of a sudden, here comes the Dallas Cowboys again. Away in Jerry World, but a one o'clock game. Gail Saunders. That's another dub. Evan. Victory. Justin. Oh, that's a win. And that's a win for me too. Oh, Five in a row. Off to Los Angeles. The retooled Los Angeles Rams, where you and I were last year, Gail, and we saw them come out with a victory, albeit Carson Wentz goes down. What happens out in Los Angeles this time around? Oh, man. uh, I'm going to go with another W. Go with another dub. Going on with another W. In Evan Hearn's world. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great setup for something, and we just didn't get there. Um, Evan Hearn has the Eagles winning seven straight games, and then they go to L.A. and get a loss. Oh, are you just making fun of me? Was that, was that, was that uh, you making fun of if you're I'm following making, along with local E-Rock here? I'm not making fun of Okay, anybody. Justin. So I think they're going to lose this game. I'll be there. I'll be in attendance, so I hope they get the win. Okay. But uh, I, I don't know if I can see them going to L.A. 
and winning again for a second year in a row. I'm with you, Justin. I'm going to pencil this one in as an L. It's just hard to do twice in a row, go into somebody else's house. It was a slugfest out there last yeah. time. Carson Wentz is going to play spirited football. He's not going to get injured. But at the end of the day, this is now time for them to have their victory over the Super Bowl champs. Houston Texans, week 16. Uh, that is a dub in the biggest, <laughs> biggest way. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to hear that Deshaun Watson stuff. All okay. right. Carson Wentz, take him down. Evan. I think uh, Carson Wentz is going to be going into this game hoping to, uh, if not secure, get one step closer to securing a first-round bye. I think he's going to walk away with a victory. Walk away with a victory. Justin? Uh, I think they're going to lose this game for pretty much the same reasons why you have them losing to Tennessee. Okay. All right, that one, like, WTF game. Yeah. Okay. Like, on paper, they should win this, but Houston's not a team that they draw very often, and I can see them, you know, potentially losing this game, mess- messing up a game that they should win and end up losing it. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm putting a dub here. I think this is a stone-cold lock dub. And then week 17 against the Washington Redskins. Can we just all say it together? W. No, Wait. loss. What? Yeah. Because, yeah I'm going to have to walk in. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. You're serious right now? You can ju- you eternally judging me I, right I now? I am outwardly judging you right now. Because by then, we will be resting our starters. So, okay. therefore, right, it I'm is a loss. Gale, man. Are you too, huh? And by then, Josh Adams, will be, you know, he'll be playing that game. Right there. Sudfeld will be playing that game. Mm. Little Vontae in the slot will be playing that game. Okay. So, what's your final record there? Same as last year. What, what was it, 12-4? Three losses. Three losses, three, uh, 13 and 3. Yeah. What's your, what's your, what's your total I've there? I've got 12 and 4. You got 12 and 4, Justin? 12 and 4. If you're keeping track at home with Uncle E-Rock here, the Eagles get off to a little bit of a rough start. They go 500. Panic ensues. But then all of a sudden the bye week comes, and they rattle off one, two, three, four, five, six, seven victories in their last eight. They go into the playoffs red hot, win the NFC East, so they're playing home games, possibly, maybe, lock up a, uh, a first-round bye. It's going to be tough at 11-5, and five, but I think this team is going to prove themselves as road warriors. And after a rough start going 500 after the bye and rattling off that hot string, they get hot at the right time, mm-hmm. go on to win their second Super Bowl. And I'm out. Mic drop. Mike. Oh, you guys have. What are you doing, E Rock? Putting all those L's on there. Oh, my. How are they going to lose to the Titans and the Vikings? I'm probably getting slaughtered on Twitter for this. How could you do it, E Rock? Winning the Super Bowl, 11 5. I'm surprised you had the L in, in uh, London Town with all those, you know, diehard supporting Eagle fans out there. Big shout out to y'all yeah. out there across the pond. They're going to be repping the brand. They're going to be repping the brand. Is lit. But you got to understand, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they've been down this road. They're a team built for for this kind of play, and this is old hat to them. They already know the routine. Eagles don't. And it's tough to go in as your first time in London, come out with a W. All right? Before we get to the Twitter questions, Mike's favorite segment of the show, I want to put my boy Prime on the mic because I I teased it last week, right? Uh, You might want to periscope this. I, I teased it last week. Bishop's hat, got it airbrushed. No offense to the artist, wasn't in love with it. It was sort of what I asked. You were, you were in like with it. I was in like with it. But you got to understand, when you're up there in front of the people doing beer bong baptisms and the Eagles are Super Bowl champions, I mean, you got to look the part, man. You, you got to bring your A game. So my man Prime got, bought himself a fourth and John shirt, right? 
And then he gets airbrushed on the back with the Eagle Super Bowl ring. And I said, oh, my God. Yeah, that was dope. That looks amazing. Dude, can you hook me up with your artist? He says, no problem, dude. I got you. Don't worry about it. Brings me down to Cowtown, right? Your artist is down in Cowtown. And uh, tell, tell him what you said to the artist and then present me with the new official Bishop Smiter. Come on, right on the mic, my friend. Um, I just right told, I told him to uh, come up to Cowtown. He came up to Cowtown. I introduced him to my boy, Keith. Uh, went ahead and just uh, gave him the details about, you know, how, how tight he is with his uh, work. So he came up, he saw it for himself, and uh, the rest is pretty much explanatory. So once we go ahead and release uh, uh, this uh, We got this some act, music? We got some music? It's going uh, to be real crazy, man. And you were going to be at the tailgate, correct, sir? Oh, correct. I'm going to be there. I, I'm really looking forward to it, catching up with you guys and, you know, Wilding out like just like we did on the NFC Championship game. Yeah, buddy. I love it. I love it. So, so here it is. You all right? I don't think you're ready for this. Ooh, I don't think, you're, I don't think I'm ready for this. Oh. oh. Okay. All right. You ready? Here we go. Boys and girls. Wow. Oh. This wow. This is your new beer bong baptism. Look at that. Bishop's But wait. That's it get, gorgeous. It gets better. Yo, 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 right? That All right, let's put it on. We're doing the rest of the show. With business the in the front, party in the back. Oh my god, that's great. That's that, that the that, most that, gorgeous thing I've ever seen. That looks beautiful. That looks beautiful. That looks religious. Mike, let's go ahead and get you ready with uh, your favorite segment of the show. Prime, I can't thank you enough. Uh, you're coming with me to the preseason game. So, and we will see you at the uh, home opener tailgate. Do me a favor, guys, because we got our boy Rich here as well, right? Think of a Twitter Hallelujah. question. Think of a question because we're going to start rattling these things off. We're going to put you guys on mic. You get to, uh, get to ask one of these. Uh, yes, Justin. Uh, just real quick, the people behind me, as they were leaving, just asked if that was a Pope hat with the Eagles ring on it. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. It's exactly what it looks like, and it is glorious. This is this is not the old navy of Pope hats. Oh, it used like, to be old navy. It's like no, the that Gucci. Is the Brothers it's right like there. the Gucci. <laughs> that's, of Pope this hats. shit is Gucci now. <laughs> this shit is Gucci. That's the Versace. Exactly. Exactly. There's gonna, there's gonna right, be like, like a, a gang of like uh, priests gonna take you down in the parking lot. Watch. <laughs> and then we'll have to beat up some priests. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Mike, go ahead with your Twitter questions, my friend. All right, first question is from uh, Diddy915. He says, better to rest once until the Vikings game or schedule seems easy until the until then and Atlanta too soon, just my opinion. So is it better to rest once until the, Vic the Vikings game? I, I am 100% with Jimmy Kemsky on this, who said it doesn't matter who you're playing. When Wentz is ready to go and he's cleared, he's ready to go and cleared. Don't give me that BS about, oh, we need a cookie-cutter game like the Indianapolis Colts at home where they won't be playing. That doesn't matter who the opponent is. This is Wentz's team. What kind of leader would you be if you're waiting for a cupcake to come into town before you go ahead and play a game? The minute he is cleared, he will play. Now, the big question is, when is he cleared? We, we don't know. When he gets the thumbs up, we get the thumbs up. Wentz is going to be slinging the rock week one, and I'm not going to believe anything different until the game actually starts. Uh, he'll be he'll be ready. I mean, Wentz's ACLs are not built like Sam Bradford's He's ACLs. He's got God on his side. I mean, <laughs> we got a real quarterback, son. He'll be ready. I love it. I love it. All right, we got another question from Billy Bad Five. He says, will Matt Collins make a name for himself the first two weeks with Alshon still healing up? 
feel that backfire. <laughs> oh my God! Look, he just shuddered. <laughs> Dude, do you need to change your pants? Do you need to excuse yourself for a second? Be, I'm not gonna be standing up for the next ten minutes. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, he better. He's gonna have a golden opportunity to do so. Because when Alshon Jeffrey isn't there, we need we need Matt Collins to be Alshon Light. We need him to get, get those 50-50 balls. We need him to bet. We need him to battle. Don't judge me. This guy. Do not judge me. What do, what, do, what, do, what do you say, Gail? Uh, I think I think uh, right, uh, you, you, you're talking Mac Hollins. I'm talking Mike Wallace. I think Mike Wallace is the guy that, who's the guy that's going to shine. So uh, I don't know if Mac, Mac Hollins is coming back from the injury. Uh, so I'm not, I'm not sure yet on Mac. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, look no- right at you. <laughs> <laughs> look right at you, bro. Uh, we got another look question from dude. it's uh, it's Miles. He says, "Is there an actual chance Fletcher Cox wins Defensive Player of the Year?" Mm-hmm. Uh, he he's lost some weight too, uh, so he's trying to get them sacks up. I think you know, doing the stunts, the stuff that they're gonna do with uh, Michael Bennett. You can see some interesting things being done with uh, Fletcher Cox, and if you've seen him in preseason, he's murdering. Anybody who's in front of him. Yeah, it, it, it's not even fair. And having a guy like Haloti Nada next to him, who you, you, you really going to block Haloti Nada one-on-one? Good luck with that. Haloti Nada is a man who demands a double team. Fletcher Cox is a man who demands a double team. Fletcher Cox got that Jerome Brown speed, that Warren Sapp speed, where he can get up the field. So pick your poison. But I think having Haloti Nada next to him, Timmy Jernigan was good, but he was kind of built from this. He was a little smaller, kind of built from the same cloth. Looking not as like like a guy who just swallows yeah. up offensive linemen. So Fletcher Cox is going to have his time to eat. Yeah, and Fletcher Cox, you know, a little fun fact: he ran the last leg of his four by one hundred in high school. So the guy's got wheels. Guy's got wheels. I think this. Got is wheels. The, I'm not going to put it past him if he won defensive uh, MVP or any other accolade from that All Pro, Pro Bowl. I think this. Yeah, and yeah. He wants that money. Well, he's getting that money. He's getting that, that money. money. He's got to earn that money, and I think he will. Go ahead. All right, got another question from Mac. A text who says, Gary or Grugier Hill, are y'all confident in either in the weak side linebacker? We're going to have to get confident in one of them because we are going in with a very uh, thin linebacking core, so we, we, need to, we need someone to step up as far as uh, someone beyond Bradham, someone beyond Jordan Hicks. Someone else is going to have to step up. I mean, I feel comfortable. I think you're, you're talking about uh, uh, players that are going to play maybe 25% of the snaps. I think, you'll, don't forget, we also have Malcolm Jenkins and Corey Graham that also could roll into that linebacker role. So it's really, you know, you know, it's been a it's been a story all offseason, but it's been a bigger story than actually is going to be during the regular season, I believe. I believe it's not talked about enough. I mean, I, I think those two weak side linebackers are going to, you know, fill in adequately, give you the same production as Michael Kendricks. But everybody just poo-poos off the will. Everybody just poo-poos it off. It's it, it's a disappearing linebacker. They only play how, how, how what's the percentage there? It's like twenty-five to thirty percent. Twenty-five percent. You still need production from there. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. You still need production from that position. So uh, you know, I, hopefully the, the coaching staff is confident enough. I'm a little Ooh. surprised that they cut Corey Nelson like right on like this early. I mean, that's one thing that you think the the, 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 the them moving on from Corey Nelson tells you everything about the play of Kamu Gruzier Hill and Nate Gary. I mean, yeah. if, if you saw Nate Gary in the last game of the season put Lyle Collins on his butt, that was crazy. Did you see that? You remember that play? He was like a, 
he came running out and Gary just put him on his butt. I think he's looked he's looked pretty good in coverage as well. I mean, those those guys uh, have have done a phenomenal job this offense all season. In defense and also in special teams. Yeah, I, I think those guys will fill in well. I'm just I'm just sick of people like just poo poo in a position on the defense off like it like it like it doesn't matter. Well, don't worry, Malcolm Jenkins will just come down. Oh, don't worry, they're only on the field. This is this, it's an important position. It's an important position. I'm okay right. with Gary and uh, Kamu. You know, you, you know what was the kiss of death for Corey Nelson? The minute you brought up Pro Football Focus and said, "Well, according to Pro Football Focus, he actually, uh, if you look at it, he actually was the coverage <laughs> guy." According to Pro Fo- as soon as he said Pro Football Focus, it was well, a wrap. Well, I think the one thing about him is he, as a complete linebacker playing against the run, I think that's where he was ineffective, taking on big linemen and stuff. And then he didn't, he didn't flash on special teams like uh, a lot of people thought he would. Um, so that's why they moved on. All right, we got our man Rich in studio hanging out with us A new today. contributor to 4 Yes, sir. Thank yes, sir. Pleasure to have you aboard, yes, my friend. Thank you for having me. So you, you got one of those uh, questions live in uh, in studio here? Yeah, I think um, my first question, what coach are the fans going to be frustrated with Ooh. first? Is it going to be my four, the, the four names I came up with, Deuce? Because Deuce has been thrown on the bus by Chip and Doug a few times. Okay. Um, Deuce, Doug, the new offensive coordinator, or Schwartz. I'm blanking on the new offensive coordinator. But those are my... What's yeah, Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe. So what coach is going to get the... The heat. Who's going to take the well, heat? Well, if you're going by uh, Uncle E-Rock's uh, schedule, uh, schedule yeah, here, I mean, if, if if in the first half of the season you're looking at four L's, especially to like a, a team like the Minnesota Vikings and the New York Giants or, or Tennessee Titans, or you lose one of those strange ones, let's say you lose to Atlanta Falcons. I think people are going to start looking at um, Jim Schwartz and getting a little frustrated with that. But I really think, like, the Eagles are good at don't over-panic. We have a tendency to jump the gun and over-panic. They just won you a Super Bowl. This is a veteran team, a Super Bowl team. They know how to get there. They know what it takes. They might get off to a slow start. There's no doubt in my mind that they will. But I think a lot of that is going to be pointed at, besides Doug Peterson, which is the easy one, I think a lot of that's going to be pointed at Jim Schwartz, uh, if, if it so happens. I, I could, well, according to my schedule, I mean, yeah, I, nobody, frustrated with nobody. It could be, uh, <laughs> I could say Schwartz, maybe Schwartz. I, I see our defense being even more dominant than they were last year, so I just don't see how Jim Schwartz would end up being the guy. I see it someone on the offensive side of the ball, whether they okay. put it on I feel that. Doug Peterson or Grow. Yeah. Because if anything, that's going to be the side of the ball that's going to be carrying them for a while. Yeah. It's going to be the defense, and the offense is going to have to play a little catch-up as they get yeah. back some of their injured players. I, 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 I just think fans are going to be like, I, I, could, you, could, you, could you blitz more, Jim Schwartz? You know, he doesn't really blitz a lot, um, but I think fans always complain about him blitzing. My man Prime, my man Prime, grab up on that mic. You got a question for us? So, so yes. So the question I got, based off of what Ever just said, based off of Gail's statement, do we see more of the blitz? God knows I miss Jimmy Johnson's defense. Yeah. Do we see more of the blitz because of Jones, yeah. Maddox, and Darby, the way they're stepping up? Doesn't are they it... confident knowing that those guys are out there now yeah. keeping their coverage? Can they go ahead and send in Corey and Malcolm for that blitz? 
Doesn't it seem like when Jim Schwartz decides to blitz, it works? Yeah. Whether it be you know, like take take a look at the last game or even this Ooh. entire preseason. Ooh. When, 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 when zero Schwartz, blitz. When Jim Schwartz brings down uh, Malcolm Jenkins and puts him in a blitz package, doesn't he always seem to get home? When he had him, you know, blitzing up the middle, Jordan Hicks didn't it get? Didn't, I didn't even hear the drop. What was it? One of the most hardest. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, We're that, gonna have to rework our yeah, entire soundboard. Yeah, yeah, we are gonna have brand new drops. Yeah, that's zero blitz in the last preseason game. I watched like eight times. Um, it was just so effective. I think he might he might buck the system and, and go against something that he's not normally used to doing um, because it's a new new day, new era. You got to get uh, fresh with it. So we can see some more blitzes. Gotcha. I, t- I see with our uh, with our front four being as powerful as it's going to be, I think that uh, we're pretty much going to be on par with what we did last year. I think we're going to be able to penetrate with the, with the yeah. D-line. But not not powerful enough for uh, week one against the Falcons. Correct. Mr. 10 and 0. <laughs> okay, Mike, do we, before we get on out of here, do we have any more Twitter questions? I have one more special question. It's actually a good question from Shirley, surprisingly. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's pretty good. He says, what is the surprise Iraq was talking about? Okay. Okay. All right. Go he wasn't the ready. Oh, well, no, we're not, we're not going to spill the beans yet, nor, nor officially can we. But uh, to piggyback off of Cheryl's question, uh, I just want to say thank you to all those people who have supported Fourth and John, listened to the show, uh, retweet the articles, the great content that the Fourth and John uh, writing staff is putting out there, and everybody who's kind of been with us from day one. Uh, it has been our goal on this podcast to bring you as close to your team as we know that you want to be and as fortunate enough as we are. It has been our goal to give you the authentic Philadelphia fan experience, and it has been our goal to kind of bring you into our little circle here, all right? Because everybody loves a good inside joke, and we want you to be in on it along with us. We can't thank you enough for the support that you have given us, and because of you and your support, we have an announcement to make Tuesday morning. And this show is not going to sound different. This show is not going to look different. This show is not going to feel different. But man, is it going to be different. And it's going to be big. And uh, we can't wait to tell you guys. Just hang tight a little longer. But just know uh, the come up is real. Yeah. Just to echo uh, E, uh, we really appreciate um, just all the feedback that we get from people uh, meeting your faces at the tailgate. Um, just meeting, having genuine conversations about the Eagles. You're meeting diehards from all over the country. It feels like we have this die diehard network that is just forming. We've made like some of the greatest friends over the last couple of years. Yes. it's been a great experience, and uh, I it just I just want to thank you guys for just being a part of the ride with us. And uh, you know, the, part of the formula to this was genuinely bringing people together, Eagles fans from across the country, from overseas. Sharing in that authentic Philadelphia fan mm-hmm. experience, you got to understand something. We're just a group of guys. Like you think this this is like you know there's a lot of bells and whistles and planning. No, we're just we're just like dudes that like to hang out at like a tailgate and do beer bong baptisms and act up and and just document it all and share it with the people. You know, bring them bring them a little closer to parking lot F1 so yeah. they can share in that experience with us. And when you know when people are at the tailgate, they come to the tailgate party to hang out to meet new people to meet us but it's been kind of an eye-opener as we go out to like canton and then the open practices 
we're just a group of guys. We throw this out to the internet. We don't know where it lands. We don't know who's listening. But the amount of support that people have been walking up to us and being like, hey, I'm down with Fourth and John. Love what you guys do. Keep up the good work. That has been a testament to the announcement that we are going to make on Tuesday, and we're certainly going to do it Tuesday. Cheryl, hang tight. I promise you're going to like it. Promise everybody's going to like it. Yeah. And uh, we're excited to announce it. And we appreciate that G-rated uh, question from you, man. That's yeah. A, you were growing up as a as a listener. So do more of those more often. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 off uh, off the mushy gushy note, I think we have some business before we get out of here. Some oh. business to handle, and that is Evan's new Twitter handle. And Mike, I hope you have a list of the Twitter names that are proposed. Uh, Evan is going to have zero say in this. And we, along with Prime, and along with Rich, and along with Lacey, and along with Justin, we are all going to side right here, right now, Evan's new Twitter handle. All right. So there's some that are, like, out of the ballpark, and then there's some good ones. So here's one good one from saying, Evan, Cowboys fan. Oh, no. No, we can't do that to you, man. At Evan shops at Old Navy. <laughs> um, another one. At in... At in Evan Hearn's world. Uh, I'm not sure about that one. Another one at Old Navy Evan. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm dealing with here. <laughs> at Hollywood Barbecue Hearns. I got one. Gail, lay it on me, please. Yeah. <laughs> hold, hold, hold on. Is, is, there, is there any other? There are some that are out of this ballpark that I cannot mention I got, I, on air. I got, but, a, I, got so. a, I got a you? I got a great one. I just came up with it like 10 seconds ago. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Cause, cause, I was going to ask. There's, there's like six of them I put in there uh, that you can I was, say no, all was of them Justin, on the I air. I was going to have right. Justin mention it on air. Okay. Just, I did not mention right. it yet. Justin, Justin what, was, what was your uh, your suggestion? The, the best one I came up with, with was uh, the Womb Raider. Oh. Oh. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Your, your, your mom's gonna see your fucking. <laughs> your mama, I made it. Your, your mom's gonna see the handle like uh, Evan. <laughs> what is the womb raider? I don't. I. I. I, ugh, I don't think we can go. Yeah, uh, probably not. But I. Yeah, yeah, honorable yeah. mention for sure. Honorable mention. That well, is fantastic, Justin. That is fantastic. The there was raider. another good one that I had. Uh, I sent you like six of them. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, Pizza Boy Evan was one. There's no, one. We're definitely not doing that. Homage to my Can we call life. him MMA Evan next? <laughs> <laughs> Can we call him MMA Evan What was your suggestion? Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Can I get, a, can I get some, uh, some music? Evan Hernia. Evan Hernia? You know how many times I've heard that as a child growing up? <laughs> Yo, someone came up for that in the third grade. Evan man. Hernia. Come on. That's, that's catchy. No, it's not. I had, hal- I had halitosis hernes. Halitosis hernes? Well, why are all yours medical conditions? <laughs> <laughs> uh, because, one of them was... no, see, this goes into uh, Mac Hollins, his star player, yeah. who has sports hernia surgery. I think you should change Evan your name to Hernia. Ben- <laughs> Benny the Groin. Benny the Groin. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got, Justin? Uh, Evan Eskin, after those kind of wow. outrageous claims. Oh. Oh. I'm not trying to take any shots here. Yikes. Uh, See, Evan Hernia is pretty good. What, what are we going to do, guys, here? Because we got we to gotta figure it out tonight. Lacey, do you got any suggestions? No? Nothing? None of these. I mean, the Womb Raider is absolutely fantastic. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't think it. I don't think it's air appropriate. Like, hey, why don't you tweet me at the Womb Raider? <laughs> how about you don't? <laughs> how, about, how, about we, how about we just block that account? Um, God, what are we gonna do here, guys? I think this might be something we have to settle off air because I don't want it to get stolen. That's the last thing we're looking for, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, someone's probably locking up uh, Evan Herney right now. Right, right. So it's, it's a hot seller right now. <laughs> Hollywood Hearn's already taken. It's catchy. Well, wait man. a minute. Did I, it, I, did I, it, did I, I know the man. That's got <laughs> did, well, hold on, hold on. I might have it. Didn't Mac Hollins sign your program like he's good looking or something like that? Uh, good looking, good, good looking. looking. Uh oh, and he had an arrow pointing to his uh, your hernia, herniated area. area. <laughs> I, 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 I think I think your new Twitter handle should be Mac Hollins is good looking. Uh, that's <laughs> <laughs> look at this dude. Look at him. Look at this, look at this dude. <laughs> Just <laughs> is, kidding. Is uh, is is Hollywood Hearn taken or or barbecue Evan taken? Evan Hernia is pretty amazing. <laughs> he ain't letting this can we go, just, man. Can we just make it, make it barbecue Evan? And then Evan Kimberly has barbecue Evan. Evan Kimberly? Evan Kimberly, who has not tweeted his entire Twitter career, joined <laughs> July 2014, has got my account. I don't, I, you know what? We, we have got to make a decision tonight. We have got to do this tonight. So I want you to keep tweeting on, uh, on 4th and John. And uh, we got to come up with a suggestion. We're going to be hanging in the studio. We got some more predictions to write down. Put in the envelopes, all right, after the, uh, after the show. That's going to be on Facebook Live. We're going to make another Facebook Live video. Uh, make sure on iTunes and that stuff, positive review, five stars. It goes a long way for us. Well, again, we appreciate every ounce of support that you guys have thrown our way. We couldn't do this thing. We wouldn't do this thing without you. And we certainly wouldn't be making our announcement on Tuesday without you. So until that day, and it's going to be a big one, loud and proud, let's hear it. E-N-G-L-E-S, Eagles! Eagles football? We're talking Eagles football. You're listening to Fourth and John. Wait, what the f is a John anyway? Just kidding. If one of y'all says some silly ass name, we're all high in here. Not a mercy. Yes, you did. Whoa, Nelly. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line 
prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.